You're listening to the Vadi Longmuir podcast, episode number 67. Welcome to the Vadi Longmuir podcast. And as you may have guessed, I'm your host, Vadi. This show is for ambitious parents who need help to edit and organize their business and life so they can have less chaos and stress and more calm and fun. If you're ready to leave overwhelm and exhaustion behind and start taking control of your life as a business owner and a parent, you're in exactly the right place. Hey, before we dive into this week's episode, let me ask you a question. How would it feel to be able to produce two weeks worth of work in just five hours? Wild idea, right? If you join me in my free weekly live class, I'll show you exactly how. I'm teaching my five simple steps to exceptional stress-free productivity. It's a live online class that I hold every single week where I walk you through the exact process I teach my private coaching clients. If you're ready to go from stressed out workhorse to exceptional productivity unicorn, head on over to varylongmuir.com slash class and save your seat. The class also has a live Q&A session, so if you've ever wanted to pick my brain or ask me a question, this is your chance. To save your seat, go to varylongmuir.com slash class and I'll see you in class. Hello, hello, beautiful people. It's Vadi here. Welcome to this week's episode. I hope you have had a fantastic week. My past week has been amazing. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. At the start of the week, I bought a new car. And I am very excited to share the story of the new car with you because I think it is such a great example of what I am speaking about in this week's episode. So to give you some background, I set myself a goal this time last year, in October last year, um, with the new coach that I was working with in my business. And I'd set a goal for the 31st of October 2020. So this goal was a monetary goal and I was going to work towards that monetary goal for the 31st of October. So as it happens, I realized when I did my end of month banking at the end of September that I had in fact just hit this goal. And so the universe conspired in lots of beautiful ways to line me up with the perfect car. And within 24 hours, I had found the car and bought the car and was in the car. So I will share more of this story with you in a future episode um, because the synchronicities and the lining up and the calibrating that happened for me to get in the place to receive this car was just nothing short of hilarious, but I will share that in another episode with you. But what I want to talk about in this week's episode is this idea of expectancy. I hit this goal with a month to spare because I expected to do it. I had this energy of it already being done, that it being a no-brainer, and that's really what I want to talk about in this week's episode. 
We often hear the phrase, expectation is the thief of joy. And to be quite honest, I call bullshit on that. I think that there is a misunderstanding of what expectation really is. And so as I was preparing for this episode, I looked up to see what the actual definition in the dictionary was for expectation. And what I found was expectation is defined as a strong belief that something will happen. And it was super interesting to me that that was the definition, because I think what the key word in there is, is belief this idea of having a strong belief. Now, if you've been listening to me for a while, you'll know that the way that I define a belief is simply a practiced thought. It's a thought that you have thought long and often enough that you believe it to be true, right? This idea that expectation is the thief of joy I think it it comes from the idea that so many people have strong beliefs that are not necessarily positive. They're these old habits of thought, these old beliefs. And so these negative expectations is actually the thief of joy. It's not expectation in and of itself. It's what their beliefs are that's creating these expectations. The reason why so many people resonate with this idea that expectation is the thief of joy is because their expectation has been coming from unintentional beliefs, from these old thought patterns, these old recycled thoughts and ways of showing up that are not helpful. Now, in my example, when I set my goal 12 months ago, back in October 2019, I had to get really, really intentional with what this strong belief was, what my expectation was going to be around. So, for example, some of the old recycled thoughts, the old unhelpful thoughts that I could have considered would have been things like it's impossible to make that much money as a coach. I'm going to have to sacrifice so much more um, time with my family, time with my kids to hit that goal. I'm not smart enough to hit that goal. These are all the old unintentional beliefs that yes, they would be strong. You know, these these unintentional beliefs are often ones that we've brought with us um, from years ago or even from our childhood as well. And these beliefs that we have perhaps inherited from our parents, from our teachers, from our culture, from our society as we were growing up. And so we have to get really, really clear about what strong beliefs we want to start cultivating on purpose. When it comes to positive expectation, we have to practice these new thoughts. We first of all have to identify the old thoughts and then we have to create new thoughts on purpose. We need to develop these new beliefs with intention. The thing is, we create evidence for what we believe, right? So if we have 
these expectations that are perhaps negative, right? If we are telling ourselves that to expect something means that we are not going to be able to live a joyful life and we are connected to these strong negative beliefs, then we're going to create more of that in our life, right? An example of this um, for me when it came to this goal was thoughts like, I'm not the first person to do this. And I've got so many examples of people who have achieved this before me, right? Also, the belief of I'm willing to go all in and I'm willing to let this be messy. That was such a strong one for me because I had set a goal that I'd never achieved before, right? This was uh, an income goal that I had never achieved before. So I was going to have to let it be messy. I was going to have to be willing to fail at things and try things and make some tweaks and then try again and then fail again and then get up. I was going to have to build this sense of resilience, knowing that this was not going to be perfect, right? We often expect it to be this really smooth, beautiful curve from where we are to where we want to be, right? But the reality is it's going to be messy because we're doing these things that we've never done before. There is a huge likelihood, almost an inevitability, that we're going to fail our way towards creating new results in our life. That's just how it goes, right? We're not going to get up out of our chair and run a marathon without having to had it have it be a little bit messy along the way, right? To to do some training runs, to to work out what works and what doesn't, you know, to perhaps deal with some injury and how do we readjust and how do we um, reevaluate our training based on how our body is is responding to it, right? It's gonna be messy. We can't expect to just be given this plan and then we just tick off the steps of the plan until we get the result. Yes, we can have a structure for it, but we have to allow it to be messy. We have to be willing to fail at things, things that we thought were going to work, right? Things that we thought were the magic key that was going to unlock everything. We have to be willing to give them a try. And if they don't work, we need to be able to tweak them and then go again, right? So really developing this belief of this is going to be messy, but I'm willing to go all in was really, really strong and really helped me to try new things, to be willing to fail, to be willing for things to not go the way that I'd hoped they would go and to not make it mean that I wasn't going to hit my goal, right? It was just more data for me to collect along the way right? The more that I realized what didn't work, the more clarity it gave me about what did work, right? It's this idea that there's no such thing really as a failure. Failure really is only when we completely give up, we can call something a failure. But if we're willing to just try things and if they don't work, readjust and try again, that's not really a failure, right? We're just collecting evidence. We're just collecting data on the way to do things are the way to not do things, right? We're refining with each step along the way. But in order to refine, we need to go again, right? And then tweak and refine and go again. We need to use that data, use that analysis that we get from the things that we try that don't work in order to make those refinements and those tweaks and move towards the thing that we want. Another belief for me was one 
that is a really strong one for me personally. And it's this idea of it being a no-brainer. I love the phrase, this is just a no-brainer. And for me, that really had a lot of really positive expectation to it. When I could look at my goal and see it as a complete no-brainer, see it as something that was essentially done because I had made the decision to do it and I was willing to be all in and let it be messy. It was just a no-brainer that it was going to happen, right? There was this beautiful familiarity about it, this comfort in knowing that this was this was going to happen. It was There was no drama attached to it, right? It, was, it already felt known to me because I'd already practiced being in the place of having achieved it, right? So it didn't feel foreign to me. It felt like it was something that was just an, an inevitable unfolding. All I had to do was just that next thing in front of me each and every day, just to do the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. As I say at the end of every single one of these podcasts, do the small things. And really for me, that's what allowed me to achieve that goal four weeks before the deadline was I just showed up. I did the next thing in front of me every single day. I took those small steps daily and I went at it with this energy of expectancy, of it being a no-brainer, of it being a done deal. Being able to cultivate this sense of expectation is incredibly powerful. When I look around at people that have no expectations, what I often see is people who are very indecisive, right? People who don't have a clear vision about what they actually want to create, what they want to do with their lives, right? They're often people who have a very strong victim mentality or a very strong scarcity mentality, right? It's this idea that if we learn to expect nothing, then we'll never be disappointed. But really, is that how we want to live? Do we want to live our lives without expecting anything great? Do we want to just go through our days and just be living by default, just accepting whatever is handed to us? I know for me, that's absolutely not how I want to move through my days and my weeks and my months and my years. I want to have a clear vision ahead of me. I want to have desires. I want to have goals. And I want to work my way towards those things, right? Creating goals and expecting to achieve them gives us this sense of purpose. It gives us something to focus on, right? Otherwise, we're just going to be going through our days in this groundhog day, right? In this maintenance mode of just doing the next thing and never actually creating any defined results of what we want to do in our life, how we want to show up in our life, what we want to create for ourselves, for our family, for our community. I think being able to create this idea of expectation with intentionality, with focus, with purpose, really has us taking control of our lives. It stops us being a victim of our circumstances. It really lets us grow and evolve into that version of ourselves that we most want. One of the reasons that I think so many people dismiss this idea of expectancy is because 
If you expect something, it really asks you to make a decision, right? If you are going to be expectant of something, you have to know what you're expecting to happen, right? And so few people actually make decisions. I'm sure if you look around in your life, you will have people in your friendship group, people in your family who are just chronically indecisive, right? People who often can't make a decision on what to even have for dinner, right? (laughs) When we have expectancy, we need to have decided what we're going to expect, right? So it, it asks us to step up. It asks us to make a decision about what we want in our lives, right? It asks us to take control of our lives and to stop living by default. So what if you expected to get the job? to have the money in the bank? What if you expected to meet your partner and have that relationship? What if you expected to get the fittest you've ever been in your life and to lose that weight? What if you expected to live in your dream home? Really, there is no downside to having this positive expectation, right? Because we're going to expect things. We're either going to expect very little or we can expect a lot, right? We're always going to have expectancy there, but is it on purpose or is it by default? When we have this expectancy about what we want to create in our lives, it's internally driven, right? It's not about expecting other people to give things to us, right? It's about expecting what we want for ourselves, it's deciding what we want for ourselves and then expecting ourselves to show up, expecting ourselves to line up with what we want and do the work to create it. It's a very different energy. It's not expecting to be given things, it's expecting ourselves to show up for ourselves. This internally created expectation feels unshakable right? It's got this really strong grounded energy. When we have this expectation that we're going to do what we need to do to get those results in our life, it feels unrushed. It doesn't feel like this frantic energy that it has to happen right now. When we expect it to be happen, we can be more relaxed about it, right? We can kind of take all the drama out of it and let it unfold. We know that we're going to show up and we're going to do those small things each and every day and it's going to happen. There's this really beautiful sense of surety and doneness about it, right? Again, to go back to that phrase of mine, it's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. It's going to happen. So we can just show up and do the work, right? We can take all of that thought drama out of the way. And we know that when we have that internally created expectation of ourselves, of who we want to become and what we want to create in the world, then we can go at it with this easy, playful, no-brainer energy to it, right? then we just get to work. We decide what we want, we show up and we take the action, right? And we try things and we fail and we tweak and we try again and we fail and we tweak and we try again all the way to creating the thing that we most expect, right? 
Here's the thing, expectation is going to be there. We can't escape expectation, right? We're always going to have thoughts and we're always going to have beliefs about things, right? So if expectation is having a strong belief that something will happen, then what beliefs do we choose? What thoughts do we choose? What are these strong beliefs that you want to start cultivating in yourself? What expectation can you create for yourself? Expecting the worst doesn't make it any easier when the worst happens. That's the thing. People often think, well, if I have no expectations, then if things go wrong, I won't be disappointed. But that's not the case, right? Because when we expect the worst and the worst happens, it doesn't make it any easier, right? And it'll make it so much more likely that the worst case scenario will happen because we've been practicing that energy. We've been practicing that belief. So we're going to create more evidence to prove ourselves true in that circumstance, right? I want you to really get into the habit of practicing positive expectation, right? Get into the habit of expecting great things to happen. When you get up in the morning, what can you expect to happen throughout that day that's going to feel really positive, that's going to feel really productive, that's going to create this beautiful momentum as you move through your days? The way I see it is that expectation is the very thing that can give us so much joy in our lives. When we can expect ourselves to show up, when we can expect ourselves to have our own back, when we can expect ourselves to line up with our desires and when our desires have this strong belief, that's when we have that expectation expectation is when our desires, the things that we want most, are in alignment with our beliefs. When we have that, we become unstoppable and we truly can create whatever we want in our lives. That's all for this week, guys. If you enjoyed this episode, I would super appreciate if you could leave a quick review over on iTunes. It really does help other people find the podcast too. Also, if you're listening on your phone, then take a quick screen grab of this episode and share it on your Insta story. And don't forget to tag me. I'm at Vary Longmuir. Thanks as always for listening. Do the small things and I'll talk to you next week. Hey, if you're enjoying this podcast and you want some help to get control of your schedule as a business owner and as a parent, I'd love to have a chat. Each month, I offer a limited number of free mini coaching sessions. I like to think of these as kind of like a casual first date. It's an opportunity for us to connect and for me to find out what's going on in your business and your life at the moment. I can show you how to create more space and less exhaustion in your days in just 30 minutes. These mini coaching sessions are completely free and with zero obligation. I know that every single person I talk to leaves with more clarity and more calm, whether they go on to work with me or not. So it's a win-win. There is literally nothing to lose. <laughs> For more information and to book your mini session, head on over to varylongmuir.com forward slash coaching. Thank you.